the only one who understands the complexities of this ambitious cinematic masterpiece? This movie isn't stupid. You're stupid. I can't believe you committed suicide. I cannot believe you committed suicide. The bitch is back, baby! Dolomite is my name, and fucking up motherfuckers is my name. Oh, hi, Mark. Can't on hospitality. I won't allow it. All right, guys, y'all ready? Let's start it up. Yep. Feeling seven up. I'm feeling seven up. Feeling seven up. I'm feeling seven up. It's a crisp, refreshing feeling. Crystal clear and light. America's drinking oh. seven up, and it sure feels right. Feeling lucky seven. Now, Ryan, do you get it now? I do get it now. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I, I should have fucking known. <laughs> you know what, Seth? At the end of the day. At the end of the day, <laughs> that's the very first season. That's the first episode of. Or, sorry, that's the first scene of this movie. So what it was is, I used to work at Seven Up, and the grocery store that Ryan worked at was one of my accounts. That's how I met Ryan when I was a Seven Up rep for his grocery store. So, yeah. That's the and, song and our, I was talking about. Our listeners care because why? Yeah, I don't care. I really don't. It's because <laughs> I care. And because Ryan should care. <laughs> That's and, it, man. Let's just go on for the record. I do care. That's right. <laughs> oh, that, that's, a, that's a reference from the room. Yep. You just, you just don't care. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyways, that's it. We're starting. We're kicking it off, and we're here Movie's with... Movies So Bad, They're Good podcast. You're listening to the Movie So Bad, They're Good podcast. I am Ian, and we are Seth and Ryan and Nikolai and special guest once again. Uh, you you heard him two weeks ago. You're hearing him again. It's Nilo. What's up, Nilo? I'm eating an apple. <laughs> Right in the microphone, like a boss. Are you, are you are you feeding that apple to your sweet mustache? Absolutely. Thank you for calling it sweet. Okay, Nilo's hailing from Sweden. So is Nikola. See, y'all thought we were talking, we were going to do a podcast about Repo Man. That's not the case. Actually, this is a this is, we're back to drama theater. Welcome back once again. Uh, we we've got these two guys from Sweden. One of Danish. them is not is actually Danish. That's right. He he actually hails from Dan. What what a way to fuck that up. From whatever country he's from, because I'm a dumb American. But <laughs> you know what, guys? It, just just one, one of them. One of them says that the other is not Swedish enough because he wasn't born in Sweden. The other one says that he's more Swedish than the other one because he's lived in Sweden longer than the other one. Y'all fight to the death. You know what? I'm pretty sure that one of y'all also said 
John Wayne was a fag. And, uh... <laughs> the hell he was! <laughs> yeah, well, I think he was. <laughs> Either way, he walks. He walks like he his ass... Like, all the time. And I don't think it's from horse riding. There probably wasn't. Oh... Uh... Yeah, is that a probably fucking that. Lone Star, Ian? <laughs> that's John Wayne. Oh. When it's all done. Ian, Ian, is that a fucking Lone Star? Well, this is a uh, podcast. Supposed that to be. That means that the viewer, the listeners cannot see what you're seeing. But yes, I'm pouring a Lone Star into a mug. Yep. So where do we want to so start? Anyway, let's start with that sweet ass punk music. That's Hit it. me with it, Seth. Yeah, this one. Oh, not that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's pretty punk to me. This is the most punk song. So Chris, refreshing. Mr. Clear and light. America's drinking seven up. That's right, man. Feels right. Feeling lucky seven. Actually, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna kick us off with uh, a fact. We usually do these at the end. I'm actually in this episode. Usually we do the facts at the end. I'm gonna do. I'm. We're. This was gonna be different. This was a special episode because we're gonna start the facts. There's my fucking punk music. That's what I was talking about. Go ahead, go use facts. Um, fact is that guy sitting that Seven Up jingle that we just listened to, that he was fucking killing it. That guy who who plays Kevin the nerd in the in Repo Man, he actually joined the Circle Jerks, who did the the soundtrack to Repo. What they. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, there, there's the scene where they go in the club and then there's that jazz band and they're like, you gotta duck when the shit hits the fan. Dooby doo doo wop wop, say what? Yeah. That, that like, where is, is that? Is that the actual lyric? Yeah. That is the Circle Jerks. That is an actual real song by the the punk band, the Circle Jerks, and then Kevin the Nerd, who sings this Seven Up jingle. After they filmed this this movie, he joined bass player for the Circle. So, some trivia for you there. I got some more trivia. You just want to go through some trivia before we start? Yeah, let's do it different. Let's just do all the trivia. Cool. So no special effects were used to make the Chevy Malibu glow while parked at the repossession lot. Instead, so actually, yeah, they painted it green. The car was completely coated with 3M reflective paint at an approximate price of $600 a bucket. Yeah, luminescent paint is pretty expensive. Um, <clears throat> the photo of the aliens that Leela, yeah, Leela shows Otto, which is thought by some to be a plate of shrimp it's actually condoms filled with water wearing grass shirts yeah I mean, it's like, eh, it looks like sausage yeah no, it's condoms 
Um, Did you say grass shirt? Yeah, they're wearing grass shirts. I, I don't know. Yeah, that's what it like says. Shirts made out of grass. I mean, like like, uh, like like the hula girls in Hawaii. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> this is hilarious. The company that makes the Xmas tree air fresheners was one of the sponsors of the movie. <laughs> yeah, it which actually that goes back to um, yesterday. We were talking. We were talking about this movie yesterday, and Nikolai said that of all the products that were generic. Like the reason why they were so generic, one reason you you were correct, they they uh, they couldn't to like buy any brands except for the the air freshener Christmas trees. So they like shit out. Yeah, this actually that's that's enough facts for now. No, this is actually a pretty good one right here. (laughs) When filming began, they only had one 1964 Chevy Malibu. It was stolen a couple of days into filming, forcing the film crew to scramble to find a replacement. Shortly after Jeez. finding a replacement, the original was recovered by the police undamaged. This was fortunate timing because about a day later, Fox Harris severely damaged one of the Maladus by accidentally plowing it into a gasoline pump. In the car wash scene, one of the gas pumps is clearly severely dented up and damaged. This is the pump Fox plowed into in a previous take. That's really meta, because that's <laughs> yeah. exactly what the plot's about. Yeah. <laughs> and then they have the the fact that you just said about Xander Skolas, who played Kevin the Nerd, ended up joining the punk band Circle Jerks. So there's that one. Yeah. Um, Harry Dean Stanton wanted to do a baseball-type signal to Emilio Estevez in a scene where he had to show him where to park a car. Cox, a notorious sports hater, refused the suggestion. According to Alex Cox on the DVD doc, uh, commentary, Stanton lost his temper. I've worked with the greatest directors of all time. Francis Ford Capella, Monty Hellman. You know why they're great? Because they let me do whatever the fuck I want it. <laughs> so. what, what movie... Wait, hold on. What, what uh, movie was he in with... Uh... Coppola? Yeah, Coppola. I don't know. Francis Ford Coppola? He doesn't, they don't say... Uh, Man, I, don't think he, I don't think he was in Godfather and I, I don't think he was in Apocalypse Now or Dracula or anything mm. Get it, cat. go away oh wait he's in Rumble Fish I think uh, I didn't see that one. Mm. Oh, this it's a great hey, one Matt Dillon hey, and normal. Uh, go away and uh, what's his name uh, Mickey Rourke mm. uh Interesting. Yeah. Oh, by the way, listeners, uh, we may start hearing weird things from Ryan. That's because he's fucking tripping about. That's right. Uh, when the I mean, I'm not tripping right now. The the fucking cat is literally standing over my phone. Yep. Well, that's fine. Yeah. Sure. The cat. Yeah. The cat. Sure. I have a fucking cat. Yeah, real cat. <laughs> okay. Okay, Ryan, we believe you. Um, when the Asimov character is in the phone booth using a coding device to talk to Leela, the dialogue is played backwards. The scrambled voice is someone reciting a poem from the book Alice in Wonderland. Hmm. Agent, That's great. 
Agent Rodriguez is supposed to have a cybernetic metal, metallic arm. Due to the low budget of the film, the producers were unable to come up with a convincing prop arm. Her arm in the film appears to be nothing more than a glove made out of metallic thread cloth. The cheap effect confused yeah. numerous viewers as to why other characters in the film were so fascinated by her glove. <laughs> and uh, all the repo men except Otto are named after beers. They are named after beers. Yeah, there's, there's Bud, Light, and Miller. Yep. So uh, I just looked up the movie Haroldine Stanton starred in a Coppola movie is one from the heart that that movie no one heard about. Yeah, yeah, I never heard of that. Um, okay, so for any people who are still listening now, because I'm sure this has been boring as fuck so far. <laughs> Probably so. We're talking about Repo Man. Um, this is a movie that's very. I I love this movie. I, I watch it every year. I've seen it a couple of. I, I've watched it for a good twenty years now. I saw it when I was first in high school. Um, what what did you guys think about it? I I I think it. Nilo, you loved it. Yeah, it's a good um um political satire on uh, capitalism. Yeah. that it is that it is um it's although very it's subtle but also very extreme at the same time oh absolutely with it like i mean it's like very hardcore anti-conformity establishment but also at the same time like super subtle well it's almost like a parody of the american dream yeah. Uh, well, Nikolai, how, how did you like it? I loved it. I what was this? What was this here? Y'all's first time seeing this one? Yeah, it's been one. It's one of those movies that I've been meaning to watch for like probably a decade, but I'm very good at procrastinating. <laughs> So um, I've, I, I've been planning to watch it for a long time, and then I just didn't. But then when it came up uh, and we were going to do it for the podcast, it was like, all right, I guess I'll watch Repo Man. Well, that, well it's your that, job, and, too. And I really, so. and I really enjoyed it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I, I know uh, Ryan, he, he just saw us for the first time, but. The thing is, though, is that, like, him and I, we worked together. And, like, two years ago, when we were first, like, starting to get to know each other while we were working together, um, I I saw this at Alamo Draft House, and I said to him, man, I'm going to go see Repo Man in the fucking movie theater. How awesome is that? And his fucking bitch-ass response was, oh, oh, yeah, you want to see some, like, Emilio Estevez? Like no, I'm I'm not. It's not about Emilio Estevez. I, it's always it's about fucking, Emilio Estevez. <laughs> it's a fucking bizarre ass movie by directed by fucking what's his name? Um, something Cox. Yeah, I think Alex Cox. Alex Cox, that amazing director. That's a sweet ass name too. He directed Sid and Nancy. 
You said you hated um, that movie. The Cinnamon sucked. See? <laughs> why, why are we bringing it up? He also but Repo Chick. Yeah, Repo yeah, Chick. Yeah, we don't talk about Repo Chick. Hmm. And, um... Let's just say this right now. Let's get it out of the way. Repo Chick... Uh, well, I didn't see Repo Chick, but I've heard that it is a terrible fucking sequel to Repo Man. Let's <laughs> drop it now. Well, the only okay. way we're going to find yeah. out is if we see it and we cover it. This is movies so bad they're good. Keep, <laughs> keep that in mind. They also made something called Build a Galactic Hero. I don't know that one. But what I do know is Repo Man. And Repo Man is great. Uh, Seth, I was really, really wondering how you of all people liked it. Because so far... Of all these movies that we've covered, you have disliked half of them. Yeah, this so. goes into that half. I thought it was trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Because, like, <laughs> this is a movie that either you love or you hate. No, I don't think yeah, so. I, I, I don't I, think there's a in between. I, to be honest, I'm just digging around. Um, no, I didn't hate the movie. But uh, I'm actually in the middle of it. There's some things I like, some things that were just kind of like stale. There, there were some fun parts to it. Um, I, I didn't hate this movie. I, I thought it was pretty decent. Um, I really didn't get the capitalistic type of the the anti part of that to this movie like y'all are saying. I, I kind of see it as y'all were talking about it, and I'm thinking about the movie more so because this is the first time for me as well. I think yeah. some of you are is the first time that Dude, I, that's I watched thing. it. It really requires a lot, of, like multiple viewings. Yeah, um, I'm okay on that. We could just talk about it. I mean, like <laughs> I'm not going for round two, <laughs> but um, I mean, it, it, it wasn't bad. Um, I, I really don't think it was bad. I, I, um, I do though think that it would have served the movie better if they didn't get into the alien nonsense because that shit for me. I think it was more interesting to actually dig into the concept of a Repo Man and of like yeah. what is that and what does that entail because yeah. that was actually interesting. See, that, that's that's where it goes into a bad movie. It's like yeah. it's like both a really good movie and a really bad movie like combined mm-hmm. together. And not to mention, it starts off with the whole alien thing. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it was yeah. see this is the thing. Yeah, it starts off with the alien thing. And then about a almost literally an hour into the movie, we then come back to what that alien shit is all about. It, it it's almost that long because I I even looked at the time when we started yeah. seeing the alien shit again. You talking about when he picks up Layla? Yeah, and she. And she well, see, okay, yeah. so she he picks up Layla about halfway. I mean, about 30, 40 minutes in, I think, and she mentions things about alien. But the next time we really see that car. And start seeing like what that car is about that we got introduced to at the beginning of the movie is about an hour into the movie. And we have 30 minutes left to get into government conspiracy, aliens, uh, green floating cars, 
uh, a man wise beyond his years who's also a, a hobo that works at the repo shop question mark um, <laughs> like who gets well, in and flies away or we, we don't see him go home like it's, we don't it's see him go home all the he, repo men just go home and they're like alright I'll see you tomorrow yeah and then fucking Miller is just fucking alright well I'm just gonna stay I mean, right he's here he's definitely a scene you know, where all, he's like starting a garbage you only think he's home. the only reason why you th- there's two reasons why you think he's homeless one he's got a barrel trash can yes that he he's fucking burning books in and shit yeah that doesn't mean that he's homeless just because he's burning shit in a barrel i mean i think he's burning two, underwear maybe do you burn he's burning underwear and books Mm. <laughs> yeah, it is true. He's burning. And, and also, you think he's you think he's homeless because he's fucking wacko. He's fucking crazy and shit. Yeah, but he knows what he is in life. That's yeah. my interpretation. Oh, I said he's, he's wise beyond his years. I didn't say he was dumb. <laughs> Just said he's also yeah, homeless. Yeah, but you that, said he was homeless. But homeless like, doesn't mean wise dumb. Beyond his years, the guy looks like forty. I mean, still, he's wiser than forty. <laughs> wise beyond his years. Are you ultimately wise at forty? Is that is that the is that the turning point there? Yeah, forty years true. old, you're ultimately wise. I, I think that I think that the dumbest people on earth are forty. There you go. So we have a conflicting <laughs> belief set. Apparently, Nikolai believes you reach ultimate intelligence at forty. And I never said that. <laughs> so he could be wise. Like, I mean, wise beyond his years. He is, hold on. He gets in an alien spaceship that's a car and flies into space. Yes, he is Spoilers. wise beyond and, his years. And this guy, <laughs> and this guy, repeatedly says that only idiots drive. True, he doesn't drive. He flies. He does not drive. Right. <laughs> oh, he gets shit. in a car Damn. and flies off. Okay, not driving. Yeah, so okay. he still holds by what he says. Exactly. Right, but he's only wise then because he never drove anywhere. Exactly. Everyone, everyone else in the yeah, he, he said, well, all right, all right, all right, all right. Hold, hold up, hold up. The the reason behind what he's saying is that the more you, or the quote is, the more you drive, the less intelligent you are. Yep. What he's saying is, people sitting in traffic, driving to work. People, you know, doing their daily commute, they're not thinking. He says he does his best thinking on the bus Mm -hmm. because he's not worried about red lights or yielding or left turn signals. He's not distracted. You know, all that shit. Yeah, exactly. He's not distracted. So he gets to do his full thinking on the bus. So the more you drive, the less intelligent you are. If If you get in a car that's full of dead aliens that's... Uh, nuclear and that shoots up into the sky and just zooms throughout the fucking United States into space with full confidence. You're not worried about with red full lights confidence. or stop signs and yielding <laughs> and shit. Yeah. <laughs> full confidence. So, not questioning his choice yeah. at all. I mean, there's a green glowing car. There, that all types of government officials are surrounding. People have died looking in the trunk of this thing, and he sits down in it with a smile and calls over Otto to go fly into outer space with him. Yeah, I'm all good to stand by my word to say he's wise beyond his years. At least the way this movie deposits him to be, he's the smartest one around. So yeah, uh, he knows not, not only that, but he knows the truth. Yeah. 
he also, you know, speaks about other things, mm. like uh, the plate of shrimp and whatnot. Yeah. He may just very well be the character who gives least of a shit, too. True. But I was like, there's... everyone in the movie acts like they don't give a shit, but he might be the only guy who really doesn't. It's true. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah. I see him. So I've talked about this with a couple of other people. I haven't talked about this with y'all. I was waiting for this conversation. Is that this movie is just like Big Lebowski. It came out before Big Lebowski, but it's just like Big Lebowski. Um, Otto is the dude. Um, Bud is Walter. And Miller, the this guy who Seth just labels as a hobo. True. Is, uh, he is the stranger. He's Chris Elliott. Or not Chris Elliott. Fucking, what's Sam his Elliot. name? Sam Elliott. Thank you, Nilo. Um, he he's Sam Elliott. He's the guy who just shows up and just like, yeah, hell yeah, just keep, you know, just keep on rolling mm-hmm. and talk to the audience. Uh, that would be Kevin. Oh yeah. But who, so, who is the the crazy driver? The cra- what? The crazy driver. Asshole who listens to the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking hate the Eagles, man. Yeah. Well, the reason why I say that this movie is like Big Big Lebowski is that both of these movies, the protagonist, Otto and the dude, they're just doing their thing. They're just like they just exist. In this crazy world where bizarre things happen all around them. And they're trying to make sense in, in this world that makes no sense. And this like nonsensical world. I mean, is the world. Wait, wait, wait. So, you, do you think the world is that crazy? Like, I, I mean, other than yeah, the, the alien world is car. fucking bizarre. Like, when he's driving the car, there's a car that drives in front of him that turns left with a right turn signal. That's just driving this in world New Orleans. Makes no sense. That's just driving no, no, in New I, Orleans. I, I, I don't know what the, the fuck the you're talking about. Like, that's actually a normal Tuesday for me, is a guy who <laughs> turns left with a right blinker on. I mean, no, it's not crazy. The only thing crazy. Is the alien spaceship? That's the craziest no, part of it. There's crazy shit all around. No, the anyway, anyway, you're getting hung, you're getting hung up on the like, wrong thing. Maybe you don't get how weird all these little details in the movie are because this is your like average day. But <laughs> that doesn't maybe, mean it's maybe not you're weird. living maybe you're living in 1984 L.A. Seth. Well, okay, list to me what are you calling crazy other than alien shit. Man, you, like I said, you're getting hung up on the wrong thing. What I'm saying I want to know. Is, I'm curious. You're calling my existence insane. <laughs> I'm confused by why you're saying yeah, this the world, world is crazy. The world is insane because well, like, how, fucking how, Otto is trying to work his job while one guy is saying a 7-up jingle while denying saying this 7-up jingle at the same time. And then he gets fired for fucking bullshit reasons, and then Snoop Dogg pulls a gun on him. Okay. Oh, and yeah, that's then, crazy. 
And his that's character. pretty fucking crazy. I mean, yeah, it's really so, weird. That's a Thursday. But everyone treats it like it. And yeah, it's fucking normal. Yeah, exactly. That's par- what I'm his saying. His parents spent all their money on yeah. a televangelist who is saying some weird shit because he's saying that he hates communism and liberal humanism. Mm-hmm. What the fuck and is well, liberal and, and his parents are fucking liberal humans. But that it's stuff fucking, happens. It's insane. But see, that's the... Uh, so anyway, the, the point okay. I'm trying to make here Go ahead. is that Otto is he's stuck in this insane world and so is the dude. All these crazy things happen around them. And then they get stuck like everything happens to them. Usually in a regular movie, the protagonist like something happens to him and then he goes on the hero's journey. And then he like does like this three sixty degree turn of events where he self discovers himself. Yeah. And both of these movies it's just he just fucking exists and then things happen and then he reacts to them and then everything just works itself out. Yeah, Uh-oh, I feel like we watch different movies because everything you just said, I don't understand what the fuck you're talking I mean, about. Because I don't think that happened Lebowski? at all. I did watch, watch it. I, I did watch... watch this movie, and then you mo- watch uh, Scorsese's After Hours, and you'll see how these three well, movies... I've watched The Big Lebowski, hmm. and, I, and I've watched this movie. And, like, the problem is the comparison you're drawing is... And I guess maybe this is my breakdown... But you're you're making it sound like Otto is just this innocent guy that's just like wandering he is around. And, but he's also he's har- literally wandering around. But he's also going to a girl's <laughs> work, harassing her. He goes to her job and pulls well, his pants yeah, down, and it's like, "Hey, suck my dick!" Around. Like he's a fucking asshole. He's an asshole in yeah. the whole movie. Well, he, he is an asshole. You're, you're right. And he is like an the, asshole. And in the Big Lebowski, the dude, I would argue, is not an asshole. He's a dude just existing, and things are happening to him that are kind of outside of his control. <laughs> so I would completely disagree on what you are comparing. <laughs> okay, okay. Right, good, good. Two I'm, I'm, different I'm, movies. I'm glad you're saying that. I'm glad you're saying that, Seth. So, all right. So let's go back. Let's rewind the clock. To where you said he's just wandering around. There's a part where Otto's just wandering around, and then Bud, the repo man, comes up to him and he says, "Hey, kid, you want to make ten bucks? I gotta get my car out of this bad area." And he's like, "Okay, I'll I'll make some money while helping you get your car out of this bad area while your old lady is, uh, you, you know." No, is it- no, he tells him no first. <laughs> he's got to get coke yeah, into well, doing that. Yeah, he says that, that. <laughs> for more but money. The thing he, is, he's finagles with the guy tri- for more money. <laughs> he doesn't take the first amount. He's an asshole. I know he's an <laughs> asshole. I've already admitted that he's an asshole. But the thing is, though, even still. Fucking Bud offers him even more money after that, and yeah. then he gets even more money off commission. The thing is, though, he wasn't trying to be a repo man. The job fell on him just because he happened to be the random asshole I mean, who was the walking job down the basically street. Basically, forced itself on him. Like 
Even, yeah, the job forces itself on him. He was just walking down the street all the fucking being pissed out. off about watching Saturday Night Live. It doesn't force and himself he, on it. It presents itself, calls, and he chooses it because he stops and asks his dad for the money, for the $1,000, and his dad's like, I gave yeah, it to that, the that church. Was, that was so then he after. makes the choice to go back and start working as a repo man. It's not yeah. forced on him or does yeah, it like but, doesn't have another it's not, I didn't say it's forced upon him. I'm I said that the elements oh, of that. the universe brought it to him. Yeah, okay. But it's, okay. But it's kind of like like even when he calls all the repo men assholes Mm-hmm. They're like, we yeah. like this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he pours the <laughs> entire beer on the floor and calls the assholes. They're like, this guy's all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's not I afraid mean, of telling the truth. Obviously, he's they being railroaded. Yeah. Like the script is, is, it's like. So anyway, his life anyway, is scripted into becoming that, a repo man. It's like railroad. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He he's just existing. Like Seth, you, you're really hung up on him being an asshole. We all acknowledge he's Otto is a fucking asshole. He's a punk. everyone is like before before he's even just a chance to be an asshole. We already established that he's a punk, mm-hmm. and so he's he's in mosh pits and punk mosh pits with punks being a punk, looking like a punk. Telling his girlfriend to fucking suck his dick mm-hmm. and shit, which, which 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 the whole punk thing in this movie is just another subplot. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's a whole. Other, I'm not even getting to that part yet, but I have a lot to say about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, so anyway, he gets tired of the punk movie. He quits the punk movie because they're not punk enough for him. So he uh, he's just pissed off about liking Saturday Night Live and. And Monday Night Football, and, and the then yeah, and all all that, which is, I found out actually today is actually just lyrics to another punk song. Like that whole thing <laughs> was a punk song that like uh, today I was listening to the Repo Man soundtrack, and there is a song that was like the chorus went, "We don't care about anything, only our favorite shows." Monday Night Football! Saturday Night Live! And I was like, holy shit, that's the dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking auto. So anyway, so he's pissed off about that shit. Bud shows up because he's the guy who's walking down the street and is like, hey, you know what? Here, Here's an opportunity. Take this car. So he does because he likes money. And then he becomes a repo man. He even says, I don't even want to be a repo man. And then what's her name says, too late, you already are. And then he goes home and then he finds out that his parents took all of his money. That's not his control. His parents fucking took his money from him. He had nothing to do with that. So he's like, okay, well, I guess I'll be a repo man. And then he sees this chick that is just like, hey, you know what? Not only do I want to have sex with you, but there's a car that you should look for that has dead aliens in the car. So now he's looking for the dead aliens in the car and banging this chick because she presented herself to him. And he's just an opportunist. He was like, hey, you want to fuck? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> and 
<laughs> well, that's not presenting herself to him. I mean, you're, you're that's him presenting himself to her. Like he called her in that. Yeah, call. yeah. I, she I, made the I choice. Know, I know. She but, made the choice. I know, but she. I mean, the end result is the same. But you're glossing over a few details. I, I don't know why you're arguing with me at this. Point. I'm not. I'm not arguing. I'm <laughs> no, just saying. No, not you, nigga. Like, you, you've been agreeing with me this whole point. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about Seth. He, he's yeah. been saying everything. Thing I say, he's like, no, you're wrong. But I'm not saying, saying that, you're wrong. Like, what I'm saying is, there's um, everything you're saying totally is right. But there's some things you're saying that like I'm not agreeing with, so I'm pulling them out. That's all. Like, but like the thing is, though, like everything that happens happens to him. He's just the opportunist and an asshole. Yes, yes, Seth, he is an asshole. No, he's we done with that. Jerk. Sure. But yeah. the th- the opportunities come to him. He it's has like, the opportunity. He's just like, hey, you want to fuck? And she's like, yeah. Like, he's, a, he's a donkey, and the world is dangling carrots in front of him all the time, like leading him in the <laughs> direction. Yeah, like, exactly. And like, so now he's looking for he this car. The illusion of choice. Yeah, and now he, ha- he has this car that is worth all this money, and he's like, well, shit, I guess I better go and get it because I'm an opportunist. Mm-hmm. Twenty thousand dollars in a whole twenty thousand dollars. The movie has established <laughs> he needs money, but even if it hadn't, it's twenty thousand fucking dollars. In yeah, yeah. Either way, it's just like nineteen eighty-four. That. That's a He's shit. An That's like a hundred grand today. Yeah, bro. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, the, the point economists. is that. Is that the dude also has the same opportunities? He's just less of an asshole about it. Mm. Yeah, but he doesn't care about money, though. Well, he does because what's her name says, I'll suck your dick for a thousand dollars. And he's like, I'll go find a cash machine. (laughs) Are are we back on Big Lebowski? Yes. This whole movie's about Big Lebowski. Even though though the dude never fucks with aliens. Mm. I, I as far like as we know, he does smoke a lot of weed. He, he does smoke a lot of weed. Yeah, that's true. not human. No, and also, <laughs> there are those, like, weird Swedish guys in, like, the alien-themed... Uh, the like, the, in that band? Yeah, I, no, the, the, those are the Swedish nihilists. You're talking about, you're talking yeah. about the nihilists, yeah. Yeah, yeah but they're, they're also... About- there are also on, like the half naked uh, Swedish guys named like Lars or what? Maybe that's another movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, Star Wars Episode Two. Possibly. Awesome, <laughs> Lars. Maybe it's Dude Where's My Car. Oh yeah, those are. Which is also too. one of those movies where people are just railroaded into. A series of bizarre events. Yeah, it, it is. It is, dude. Where is my car? Right. Because they're right. all looking for an uh, a particular item, which those two guys got the question. It was able to to get it. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's so similar. It's actually not. Uh, even though I was mixing movies up, dude, where's my car? Is not. The worst I, comparison. I, actually, I never saw that. One. Well, uh, it, but, it's about yeah, the, the, guys looking for a car. 
So yeah, I got the, I saw the trailer. Man. <laughs> that they look at each other's tattoos and they can't communicate to each other what their tattoos. Dude, what does mine say? It's pretty then, ridiculous. Then, then it turns out that Emilio SMS repoed their car. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but. Like, so anyway, last the, the episode, that, you guys went on a fucking long rant about Mortal Kombat. We do this to every game. episode. So don't give me shit for episode. dude. Where's my? I'm not giving you shit. We're talking about. But I, I, I am. I am trying to. I am trying to get us back to the point. I'm trying to make is that Otto does. Well, not now know you know what it was like journey. for me on the your episode because that was. I mean, <laughs> rough. that was like I mean, four episodes ago. And it was our best episode, too, so... I worked so hard keeping us on track in that episode. Yeah. (laughs) We went (laughs) off track fucking constantly. It was... Um, It was hard work. Now you know what The point I'm trying to make is that Otto does not go on the hero's journey. The hero's journey comes to him. Right. And he... not only that, but he's in this really weird generic world that the point of it is that it's during the Ronald Reagan administration where um, the thing is that, like, uh, it's total bullshit, but it's this dystopic world that Alex Cox created as where, like, at the worst case scenario, Ronald Reagan creates this utopia of genericism where just like one company rules everything. It's like basically right now, like say Amazon is just, just rules everything. Everything is created by Amazon. And so it's just like, so all these like, so. Otto goes home and he eats a can of food and he drinks beer and then they go and get a drink and like, you know, everything's super generic. It's that white label with the blue. They go, they they specifically go for specifically say, let's go for drinks. And then they buy a a, drink. They buy a six. Which which is great. That that is, uh, that 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 is is hilarious. That, that is, is airplane level slapstick. Right yeah, that is gold, but it's also very political. Yeah, it's saying that like this is a very dystopic world where just like everything is just ruled by one company. There's the the small company doesn't exist. It's just like Walmart and Amazon just rules everything. Yeah, the New World Order uh, Illuminati. Now, notice, though, is that it's more generic in the beginning when Otto is just like, he's just a suburban punk. Now, when he becomes a Repo Man, he joins... He he becomes his role in society. He starts wearing a suit. He's a Repo Man. He has a role in society. Now... The, the generic items are more specific. They say, I don't know what they say exactly, but they, the, it's more specific. It's like very detailed. It's still generic, but it's detailed. So 
the more he goes into society, the more the world around him makes sense. Yeah, and he's and, the only one in the movie that chooses to follow the rules. As for Herdeen Stanton, he yeah, just, he just exactly. Yeah, we were we were talking about this last night. Yeah, but yeah, like so, Harry lies to himself that he's following the rules, but he doesn't. He just wants yeah, more out of society and capitalism. Yeah. And like just it, doesn't lie to himself. He just does it knowing it's wrong, but he doesn't care anymore. Stan yeah, also does this thing with communism where he says he, he doesn't want communists in his car or Christians. Which Yeah, is, I love that. That's... Which is, <laughs> but that's also relevant because uh, in the Cold War, uh, Soviet was uh, notoriously atheist. Oh yeah, they still are. No, they're not. R really? Uh, no, I didn't know that. They're Orthodox Christian now and very anti. So, so okay, so but, so what you say is that in the eighties they were he's, they he's, were he's, a he's a he's a total hypocrite. Yeah, is what you're everyone saying. is. I, I love it. Yeah, that's the theme of the movie. Yeah, every, everybody is hypocrite. Yeah, you're right. So let's talk about one character at a time. So we're starting with Bud. Harry Dean, Harry Dean Stanton's character is Bud, and yeah. he talks. Well, when, when he says, "Oh, hold up, communists oh, up. and Christians," oh. the thing is, in in the Cold War. Uh, that they're they're Soviet, too Soviets were things. atheists, and America. As a, that, reaction, that were, yeah, as a reaction to that, started printing in God We Trust on your currency. That, oh, that started in the Cold War. That's, That's right. That yeah. That is correct. I didn't even think about that. That's correct. Holy shit. And Damn. The, and the televangelist. Damn. I, I thought that was just like a funny joke when he says no Christians either because it was so random. Like, I mean, holy it, shit. Like, it might be. I might be reading in too much to it. But if I am, then I you like certainly it. are. So <laughs> I, I think. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. The televangelist. Oh, hold on. Rick. Uh, Ryan. Is that right? No, uh, I need Nikolai to pretty much take over for the rest of this podcast. He is. <laughs> <laughs> well, the s same thing with the, the televangelist. He hates uh, communists oh, yeah. and uh, liberal humanists. And you know, also, you know what also keep, is? keep in mind. Humanism okay, is ahead. basically equality. Yeah. Uh, and capitalism uh, well, yeah. hates that loving your fellow man, and liberalism mm -hmm. isn't about that at all. It's capitalism. There are so, some dirty commies in here. Yeah, but is <laughs> it, 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 so? It's so it's so I, like, I like how you just but yeah. Well, more or less. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah. The. Uh, I don't, also, it turns out the 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 people on the TV they're also looking for the Malibu at the end. They're like, "Have you seen this car?" Yeah. <laughs> so it turns it turns out that they're not they're not even trying to help people. They're trying to look out for their own selves. Like, they're trying even to the, the televangelists too. show up at the end. Like, I love my job. Goddamn <laughs> yeah, because uh, they're trying they're trying to like. 
they're, they're trying to get the car and make the commission off of it as well. Like, everybody's yeah. trying to... They're, no they're not trying, trying to, help like, help people. Everyone's out for themselves. Exactly. See, like, this except, is what I love about this movie. Like, people who see this movie for the first time and look at the outside of it, they're like, this is just a bunch of nonsense. And which, the first time I saw it, I was like, this is a bunch of nonsense. It's hilarious, but it's a bunch of nonsense. And the more I watch it, the deeper I get into it. So, yeah, we have Bud, who I, I was going to mention this earlier. Bud talks about the repo code because he's training auto and he says, there is the repo code etched into your. Now, what is the repo code? The repo code is do not harm the vehicle, the outside or the inside. The con- do not harm the vehicle or the contents within. Like, don't fuck with anything. Just you want to get this car from A to B. You want to make a commission. Do not damage it because the owner can still pay for it back and sue you. So he doesn't do that. Just burning everything inside of the cars because no one pays for it. Yeah. And and so not only that, but he also says don't carry a gun because only an asshole gets killed over a car. So he says dress like a cop because if somebody sees you dress like a cop, they'll think you're... So it gives you the illusion of danger like if you fuck with this guy you will get killed even though he doesn't even have a gun you will get killed now light on the other hand the other repo man he's total opposite he damages the car he he breaks into it he f- destroys the ignition switch uh he like cuts it off throws a screwdriver in there then he's like throwing fucking contents inside outside of it which there was like uh like a shitload of money that they threw out of it <laughs> and so light is like the complete opposite of bud they're like a yin yang and yeah, like he's carries not lying a... to himself like bud does because bud yeah i know that's what i'm saying they're a yin yang the they're a... god damn it Nilo. <laughs> <laughs> They're, they are a yin-yang. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. That's what I was going to get to. Light breaks all the rules of the repo code, except for he carries a gun full of blanks, which he shoots at people. He gets in gunfights, but he does not kill anybody because only an asshole gets killed over a car. Meanwhile, like he, he stays true. Meanwhile, Bud, later on throughout the movie, he... like. I, I don't want to say that he's an entire hypocrite because while he's talking about the repo code, he is still being himself. But later on throughout the movie, after he's finished talking about the repo code, he pulls out a baseball bat and he fucks up cars and shit. And then he pulls out a gun on Otto and he's, and he's ready to fucking kill Otto over fucking like 20% commission. And uh, he's... He's ready to fucking die over a car, and he does die over the car because they shoot at him when he shoots at the cops or whatever. It's not clear so, that he dies, though. Well, he doesn't die, but he gets he gets fucking shot. He get, he puts himself in the position to die over yeah. the car. Um, so that that's a that's a very interesting. He thing. literally says to a cop pointing a gun at him that. 
he is packing and he knows where to fucking shoot. Yeah. Like, like yeah, exactly. He, yeah. He's at a point uh, where he does not give a shit. Exactly. Seth, what, what do you have to say about all this? Uh, nothing. Y'all doing pretty good. <laughs> nothing? You got nothing after all that? We're fucking speaking... We're speaking, like, pure philosophy over here. You got nothing? Philosophy sounds sound, man. No problems with it. Sounds good. Well, you, <laughs> you got about the scene in the liquor store with the shootout. Okay. When that uh, punk gets shot and he says, like, at the yeah, end of all this, exactly. I blame society, and he just auto comes with the best combat. He says something like, uh, "Just a uh, suburban, yeah, just it, like it, me, suburban, yeah. suburban white punk, punk kid who's dying." One of the best death scenes ever. Goes, yeah, it's like society, maybe society, society made me this way. I blame society. Yeah, um, he says, "No, you, you're just a auto, suburban punk." He's like, just, "Yeah, but." It, it just it still just goes, hurts. That's bullshit. You're just a white yeah. kid like me. Yeah, and then he says, "But it still hurts." Yeah, and then he goes, and then he goes. Yeah, yeah. I want you to talk about him, about Duke. Uh, his name is Duke. So Duke is a straight fucking punk. He's the most hardcore punk that there is. He gets out of jail, and then he goes straight into a fucking mosh pit, like a fucking hardcore punk. He goes straight from jail to a mosh pit. Who fucking does that but a fucking punk? And then he takes his best friends, his only friend in the world, he fucking takes his girlfriend straight up like that. And then they just like go around robbing the same liquor store every single day. <laughs> I, at least that's the what I got out of it is that's the same liquor store every day. And but the thing is though, Otto used to be like him, but Otto left the punk. Um, I think he, but but like he literally takes his girlfriend. Like Otto was just in there. Yeah, had just taken off his pants, and like the next scene, he comes back like from the bathroom or something, and there's another. Dude yeah, there. uh, and they're just yeah, it was Duke going like it was his friend Duke. Ignore him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah. she she tells him to go get her a beer. Yeah. So he goes downstairs, gets in the fridge, goes back up, and there she's in bed with his friend. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. His, his name is Duke. Um, so the thing is though, like that, that's pretty punk though. You, you can't, you can't deny that. That's pretty punk. I used to now, hang thing- out a lot with punks and I can confirm that kind of shit actually happens. I mean, they, they, they don't, yeah, have they, they don't, boundaries. they don't, yeah, they don't care. Um, now the thing is though, is that Otto is still, he leaves the punks that that's he does the most punk thing. But he leaves the punks their conformity because the whole thing about punks is to be anti-conformist, but they're all conforming into this whole thing. Like they have their role in society. These punks, they they fuck shit up, 
and they robbed the same liquor store every single day. Like this whole movie has this whole well, identity. Even the punks are day. generic because they they do shit like yeah. Let's that's go, what I'm saying. Let, let's go do crime. Yeah, let's, they let's literally do say crimes. That. Let's go do some. Yeah, crime. I know, I know. That that's that's the point I'm trying to make is that it, this whole world, it, this whole dystopic world of LA is really Groundhog's Day, where it's the same day every day, and the the punks, the same group of punks is Duke and what's your name and Happy Archie, that they fucking. Something. Yeah, they 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 rob the same liquor store every single day, and then it's just the same routine, and yeah. then they and yeah, and well, so everyone's stuck in a rut until this car. Yeah, comes. everybody's in this loop, and then uh, Otto is the one guy who said "fuck this," and he escaped his loop. He left the punk movement. Because he was the most punk of them, because he left the conformity of the anti-conformists. The conform, the punks, the anti-conformists—they're conforming. They're they're fucking mosh pitting to to suicidal tendencies and the jerk and the circle jerks. Uh, and then he leaves them, and then he becomes a repo band, which is so not punk. But even still, he kind of punk. Yeah, because he's the one who changes things in this world. Like, the people who aren't paying their bills, he takes their cars. He's the one making the change in society, while while the punk are the ones robbing liquor, the same liquor store every single day. So, so the, this movie really has, like, this, like, anti-punk movement uh, message to it, where it's, like, even the anti-conformists are still conforming. But then, auto the more auto conforms to society by like getting the job, wearing a suit, being more like the man. The more society, the more the world makes sense around him with the the generic items becoming yeah, more. Specific. That's when he ends up getting his ass kicked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he does get his ass kicked. Yeah, well, like, like the scene where he's sitting there talking to the old lady with the suitcase and everything. Yeah, and, and the that, musician guy is yeah, up. Uh, yeah, and that that's where he's at most in the man role. Yeah, uh, and uh, like the the man, you, you and, mean the man, like as in like the the government saying, like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. The, the government, you know, G-Man or... And, and what what I love is that so... So uh, he ends up not taking her car because all, all these black guys show up. Well, it's been lifted, yeah. so you can't drive it. Yeah, well, no, I'm saying before that. Like, he, he's talking... He, he's, like, moments away from taking her car. And then all, all these black dudes show up. And he's like... Oh, okay. Well, maybe not. Maybe next time. Then he tries to take the car. Then finds out it's lifted. Then he gets jumped. Gets his ass kicked. So all the other repo men, they're they're like, 
who the fuck did this to you? It doesn't matter that it was you that got beat the fuck up. It matters that it was a fucking repo man. So instead of giving him their name, he gives the name of his former boss who fired him, <laughs> uh, Mr. Oh, Humphreys. Yeah. Which is pretty and punk. So that, yeah. they go to fuck up Mr. Humphrey. As Neil just said, that's pretty punk. So he goes back that, to the That's pretty punk. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So he, yeah, he says shoes to, to who he is inside. Uh, but what I love is that so they go to Mr. Humphrey's house. And who's there with Mr. Humphrey is Kevin, the nerd. He's inside the house, and they're watching TV with the 7-Up commercial playing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dad, yeah. did you catch that? No. Like, that, that, they knock on the door. Mr. Humphrey enters. And like, Are you Mr. Humphrey? And he's like, yeah, I'm Mr. Humphrey. And then in the background, you see Kevin the nerd, and then they hit Mr. Humphrey in the, in the, uh, in the stomach with the baseball bat. And then in the background, you hear, 7-Up, I'm feeling 7-Up. <laughs> I didn't. Catch uh, Seth, play that song. Brilliant. I think it fell. Feeling seven up. I'm feeling seven up. Feeling seven up. I'm feeling seven up. Feeling seven up. I'm feeling seven up. There we go. So yeah, I'll get to that part. I I, I will get to. That. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's like the it's just like this like perfect like three sixty perfect circle of just like uh, Groundhog's Day. Like this movie is straight up Groundhog's Day, and the only oh. person who is. Like, Otto is Bill Murray. He realizes that he's in the same world that's repeating it the same day over and over again. So it's Big Lebowski and Groundhog Day? Uh, <laughs> sort of. Well, here, here's the thing. I think uh, Ian is trying to get across that Otto isn't really a protagonist in the traditional... Otto place. is us. Yeah, he he's the vessel in which we see the story of the movies, kind of like uh, Mad Max, is yeah. in the same way. Because Mad Max always just gets stuck in a situation. This is the second. This is the second part, uh, episode in a row you brought up Mad Max. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he brought up bad bags with God damn dick shit Rodriguez Jesus Dillon Pretty sure I brought up Mad Max earlier in this episode, but I'm, I don't remember bringing it up in the last episode. But it's possible uh, I it might have been this one. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't this one. I don't pay attention to what I do. But you mentioned Mad Max earlier, you did. Yeah, but I'm not sure if it was this episode or the last one. Because how do you not know if it was today or two weeks ago? Uh, it, it's it, recorded it, at the same time. It's baffling. Shut up, Nilo. Don't <laughs> break the illusion. <laughs> Don't break the fourth wall. Sorry. <laughs> no, but I think uh, well, it's, it's just a way of storytelling where 
like the, the main character is just an empty vessel for the viewer or reader or to insert themselves into like like bella in twilight which oh, I, I assume you've all read no but it's this it's the same thing in in twilight bella is uh basically not described at all in the books she's bland she's just she's a girl that's pretty much all the description you get of her in the book but meanwhile uh, every other character is described almost too much especially edward's beautiful face so uh, the, the idea of it is that you as a reader or a viewer or whatever you can insert yourself into this character that doesn't really have a will of his own. He's just along for the ride. Yeah, like Mad Max, a pretty quiet character. Same yeah, like Vin Mad Max or Otto or even the dude. Yeah, it's the same with video yeah. games. I, I, I can see Mad Max, especially in Fury Road, where it's like there's a Martin Joe, and then he has Furiosa, who rips off of Martin Joe. And then yeah. Mad Max is just like part of the ride. He he's just the blood bank of the guy who tries to go after yeah. a Furiosa. And then he he's movie. just like he's just part of it. Yeah, man, yeah. I, I need to see. I need to see that again. It's been a couple of years. That but, movie, yeah, dude, that is fantastic. That but it, it's more about Furiosa's story than yeah, exactly, uh, uh, exactly, just like how. Just like how Repo Man is more about the Bud's world, I guess. Yeah, or the or the car, or I or mean the car. I mean, <laughs> so we haven't even mentioned the car yet. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. So okay, so there's this car that has, according to the script. Oh, I, I'm talking about the car. Okay, all right, Ryan. Ryan, th thank you uh, for piping in. Ryan, tell us about the car, about Malibu. Well, it takes about an hour. Like, after the first scene, it takes about an hour before we actually see it again. Okay, and, so tell and, us what it's about. Yeah, we, we gotta mention how it shows up. Like it just yeah, it's like literal first, well, 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 first car well, first, driving in the know, desert. Right, first it first it pops up in the desert, and the cop pulls him over, and then he goes and opens the trunk, which he tells he does warn him politely not. He says, yeah, he says, what's that trunk? He was like, oh, you don't want to look in there. He was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to fucking look in that trunk well, right now. Like, that's, that's probable <laughs> cause. Like, <laughs> the, it is, but he also warned him. Whatever you do, gets burned up. He, but the thing is, though, he, he was trying to look after his life. He was trying to tell him, like, don't look. We all know that it was a ruse, but yeah, because he does it again to uh, the the punk the rock punks. With goofy laugh. <laughs> yeah, yeah Nilo, I, Nilo hit me Archie. with that goofy laugh. 
No, no. Yeah, what what you're trying to say is no, 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 no. What what you're trying to say is (laughs) he's trying to open it. (laughs) (laughs) You hurt your hand. (laughs) I'm taking over the gang. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right. So what what happens? All right. Okay, we're we're jumping way ahead. Okay, so. What Ryan felt. I say. mean, we started out the episode by talking about the ending of the movie. So jumping ahead, we're all over the place. Just keep. It Should we? <laughs> the the credits do roll backwards. Let's yeah, not forget do. that the credits roll backwards. <laughs> that is I was, very. I was about to say, are are you calling me out to something there? Ian? Yes, I am. What Ryan failed to say was that okay. So yeah, the so cop jumped in on the conversation. The cop <laughs> looks into the back of the Malibu. He opens the, the trunk, then he uh-huh. gets disintegrated. And that because well, there is which I was about to say until you had your major point. But... Okay, go go ahead, Ryan. Go ahead. So we're I all waiting on the what okay. magnificent shit you have to say. <laughs> now there's a now there's a tone. <laughs> Go ahead, Ryan. We're waiting. We're listening. Are, are, are you sure? Do you, you want to inter? Yeah, because you in? have all this brilliant stuff to say. <laughs> well, well, hey, you, you're the one that it. you're the one that threw me on. So, okay. <laughs> so, Keep all right. Turning. So after, so after the cop is disintegrated, and he drives Go away. Ahead. I would say the next time I saw this car was at the gas station. Am, am, am I right about that? Uh, mostly. Mostly correct. This Malibu is actually the car that... Uh, gets stolen the, like three fucking front, times. It, it gets stolen. It gets in front of... When, when Otto steals his first car and then we... He already mentioned this in the podcast. He jumps in front of him with that turns left with the right hand turn signal. That is the same car. One thing that's strange about the movie is that every character that has dialogue appears later on in the movie almost. Like when Wait, say that again? Into the, like every character in the movie that has some sort of dialogue shows up later, right? Like that lady who put the trash in the middle of the oh yeah. yeah oh i love that she comes back, uh, like... seth seth do you have please tell me you have that audio clip nope seth. nope oh man i mean you say wow. that but you never tell me in advance any of these clips and then get depressed when i don't have them so if you really want <laughs> but, these clips i need time codes you always you always do a good job at this i mean i you have a clips. great job at twisted pair i have clips <laughs> i don't have those clips i have a few clips though all right well play play a different clip instead i mean i don't know i got some clips <laughs> play, just, play clips. just fucking hit a clip and we'll uh, go from there it just, hit a clip. yeah that's right i don't know you do i got a lot of drops yeah, we love you Seth. yeah no i just got a lot of drops what's going on take a look at this what was that oops shit
just you just pretty much blast the soundtrack because the soundtrack in this movie just the soundtrack is the best part. The yeah, soundtrack is the best part. No, what I had was when he was picking up the the crazy the picking up crazy girl. So, as Ryan was saying, I think you need to boost the samples a bit because they cut in and out. I mean, they cut it in and out because of probably the connection, or maybe the sample is. I um, think it's because uh, of Discord. And yeah. Discord wants uh, a certain volume or just. Yeah, and I think it's throttling it on you guys. Like it might be too loud because, like, according to my readout of my recording, it's it's fine, uh, mm-hmm. but. I think with Discord, it does do its own kind of like noise cancellation and volume leveling type deal. Yeah. And um, that might be what's affecting the drops for you. So, uh, yeah. Uh, we'll just have to figure that out on the next run. But, uh, yeah. I mean, any well, scene you want, I do have the whole movie pulled up on YouTube. So, I mean, I I can go there and... Um, you know, go get and get the, the woman with the, the trash. Yeah, the, the trash. trash we want the trash woman. Yeah, okay. She makes two appearances. Yeah. Um, just give me a second. So it, it, anyway, uh, so Otto, he he steals a car. Then he's driving down the street. Then he sees this hot chick running down the street, and he's like, "Hey, baby, you want to ride?" And she she gets in the car and she starts telling him about. There you how go. There is a. Another car. It's right here. Look at you, you pick it up. You know yourself you were wrong. What were they doing out in the middle of the street? They weren't in the middle of the street. That's not the middle of the street, that's the corner. You pick it up. What? You pick it up. <laughs> no way. You still want to ride or what? No, I don't. <laughs> See, that, that's, what I, that's what I was trying to say, is that Otto's just trying to live his life, and then all of a sudden he hears this crazy woman yelling about picking up her trash from off the side of the street. Like, she had trash bags lifted out, like, a six feet out into the road. Yeah. And then she's just, like, bugging him like it's his problem. Well, he so, wasn't paying attention, though. Because yeah, he was, I... He was it's true. He up. wasn't paying attention, but at the same time, like, that had nothing to do with the plot. Just, like, that had nothing to do with anything in his life. Which... No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what I'm trying to say is that, like, all these crazy things are happening around him. Like, it's not his fault that she gathered trash, like, six feet out into the street. That's her fault. Yeah, that's not a good place to put your trash. Yeah, exactly. And, so, and like, he, how, he, how is she producing so much trash in the first place? It's like one old woman. <laughs> right. Was like a, or something? I don't know. It, was that a room reference? 
Oh no, God no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, uh, so he he meets up with Layla though, which was another opportunity that was presented to him because he sees her running, because she's running away from the Men in Black. So, from uh, the pair. No, different Men in Black. The, the the Men in Black from Men in Black. Yeah. Uh, yeah basically. Yeah. So uh, are we talking about Men in Black now? Yeah, we're yeah. talking about Men in Black. Like like Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith. Yeah. Well, way to way to just like pipe in like minutes after we already said it. Well. I mean, anything to wake him up, I mean. (laughs) Like, get in on this, man. Yeah, for real. We're we're talking about all this philosophical shit, and Ryan just comes in every, like, 25 minutes. Like, are are you talking about Men in Black? Well, because there's a car with aliens in the trunk. So, of course, there's a Men in Black that's what I've been trying to get to this entire fucking time. But I keep getting sure? interrupted. If I'm not getting interrupted by Ryan, then I'm getting interrupted, interrupted with Seth by a soundbite. <laughs> I would argue you? that you've been interrupting everybody else on here. So everybody's just interrupting. There's five people on a podcast. I don't interrupt anyone. I would agree with that statement. You're interrupting me right now, Nicola. I know. <laughs> I also interrupted Ryan, and I'm very proud of it. And I'm okay with that because that was your first offense. Ian does it like every time. That's actually very true, Ryan. That's not true. You're all interrupting me. So anyway. I never interrupted you. Otto meets Layla, and she tells him, I may have interrupted you another time. Get off the pill. I didn't interrupt you. But you know what? And I'm yeah, not interrupting. Yeah. And then Otto says, "Hey, these aliens look like sausages." And she says, "They're they're not sausages. They are aliens." And he says, "What? That's fucking crazy. What? You're from the United Fruit Lake outlet?" <laughs> and then, and, and then she's like, "Yeah, laugh away, asshole." And then they become in a relationship. Right? There's literally and a sign so, on the building. Anyway, so yeah. he. There's literally a sign on the building. So now all the, all the repo men are after this car that have two dead aliens in it that is now radioactive. And other people he still gonna power they find out just how radioactive this car is. <laughs> That's but basically how it goes. sweating to death because the car is so reactive, radioactive that it gets so hot that they fucking sweat. And it gets stolen by several people, none of which have to do with Otto himself, which just happens around him. Oh, we lost because him. it has nothing to do with him. Ronnie left. What? Yeah, Ryan left Ryan. Discord. Ryan? Damn. Well, we're still re- we're still recording, right? I think, I think so. Ryan's done. Yeah, we're still recording. Okay, so anyway, uh, <laughs> you got ten minutes. <laughs> you got ten minutes left, though. So. Take your time wisely. And, and, and his car it keeps getting stolen by people around him, like the Rodriguez brothers. Who we haven't even mentioned the Rodriguez brothers yet. 
Those no. fucking gypsy dildos. Um. Anyway, finally the car gets around to Otto, and then it just gets stolen from him after he steals it, so it still has nothing to do with him. So anyway, all this shit happens around him, and it works itself out, turns into a spaceship, and he's just like, alright, I'm, I'm fucking taking a spaceship. Well, End of the movie. Well, it, you skipped over one of the best parts of the end. One of them is... Uh, the dialogue. Yeah, well, 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 when Stanton goes, uh, uh, you can't stop me, coppers. I, I'm packing heat and I know where you live. Or <laughs> he immediately gets shot, which is the most predictable shit ever in Los Angeles in the 80s. <laughs> and, and then... <laughs> and then... Because yeah, he... Well, well, that goes back to what Neela was saying, is that he's a total hypocrite. Yeah. And he he always said, only an asshole gets killed over a car. So then he was like, come and kill me. And then they fucking shoot his ass up. And yeah. so it's just like, well, that, that's what that's all about. Yeah, well, that was foreshadowed. <laughs> so, but like, what's the big deal of all these scientists and the other repo business? Well, everyone's looking well, for the same car, but then there's yeah. also the the fantastic line was where where the, the girl goes, uh, but but what about our relationship? And yeah. Otto is like, huh? Our yeah. relationship? Oh, fuck that! He <laughs> just leaves and gets in the car. She's like, oh yeah. Well, I'm glad I tortured you. <laughs> so it's like. <laughs> But I feel like the most important scene of the movie is when he finally gets into that car, right? And he talks to this guy owning the car, representing the guy who gets what he wants in society, but really doesn't know what to do with it. He's just driving around flexing his achievement. Well, someone else disappeared. Yeah. Uh, Seth. No, I didn't disappear. That was Ian. He's oh, gone. Ian, Ian disappeared. Hey, well, y'all go ahead and finish it off then. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody will get interrupted, I promise. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but it like... would be. Obviously, he represents the guy in the society who got what he wanted, but he doesn't know what to do with it. Right. His life is still like... He lobotomized himself to get an understanding of things, right? But it ends up just being falling flat, and yeah. he dies. <laughs> like I mean, the the, the only guy who seems to get it all, like from the start, is the weird janitor, mechanic guy. Yeah. Who ends up flying away? Car. He just jumps into the car and tells Otto to go with him because he understands that Otto wants to know the truth. I'm back, baby. This is pretty amazing. Where did you go again? Uh, I don't know. Everybody fucking went mute. I couldn't hear oh. anybody, and then I left, mm. and then I came back. Yeah. No, oh wait, he just disappeared again. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm still here. Somebody disappeared. So, so we got into the part of the movie mm. where where he talks to the guy who has who has the car, right? 
Yeah. What do you have to say about the guy that? with uh, one eye uh, who talks about lobotomies and shit. Mm. Like oh, the original that. owner. Yeah, the yeah. the original owner who was originally supposed to be played by Dennis Hopper, by the way. Really? He he has yeah. what everyone is after, but he he doesn't know what to do with it. Like rich people in capitalism, like a lot of them has everything, but they don't know what to do with it. They just fucking let it stay in their bank accounts. Yeah, and try to get more. Yeah. That's that's basically where he's at. Which is pretty ingenious. Because yeah, well, because he has what everyone else wants, but he doesn't know what to do with it. Yeah, lobotomized by economy. Yeah. But then there's also this whole monologue he has about a scientist getting too smart and knowing too much and lobotomizing himself to become sane. Yeah, there's so, there's so much to this movie that, like, so many the first things. time you watch it, you, you don't get it until you have to, like, keep watching I think it that's actually the problem I'm having with this movie. It's why I've kind of been silent for most of it, too, is because the more and more y'all are talking, I'm like, I missed a lot of shit with this movie. <laughs> like there was a uh, the whole shit about yeah. like the company like all the products and stuff being from like one company y'all made a comment about that I completely missed that um him the girl he was with in the beginning where he had to uh fold his pants or some shit and then she I think y'all said she cheats on him with another guy like I missed that too like I I caught part of that but like I don't know if I was in the middle of editing something or cutting some clip and then like when I came back to it, I guess I just like <clears throat> didn't really get the transition yeah. of things and I missed the whole cheating it, it part. It happens so fast. Like there's like, there's a bunch like, of... It's like lightning speed. Yeah, there's just mm-hmm. a bunch of things that like as y'all are talking and things, I'm just like, yeah, like I, I don't really have nothing, anything to say as much because y- y'all are doing a really deep dive in a movie that my perspective going into this podcast was not that. So as you're talking, yeah, it's, it's interesting, but it's just like a little out of my depth as far as like, I was like, Oh shit, I didn't realize that. And then, you know, like the number no, but, of things I listed, like, it's just, I like, mean, if when you look at the poster of the movie, you do not expect it to be this deep. Yeah. You, you philosophical have to understand. And like, layered. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I I have watched this movie every single once a year, every single year. At least, I mean, I'm saying more than once a year, but at least once a year, every single year for 20 years, mm-hmm. and I still get something new out of it every single time. Yeah. So I mean, with y'all having watched it as much as you have, I mean, my first viewing I've of it. I watched it twice. See, like when when me and Ian were discussing this earlier. You know, for me, it's like y'all are talking about a different movie because, like, and then, and then also, I think it's some of its perspective because some of the things you're saying, I just kind of, I don't really agree with, or I don't really understand exactly where you're coming to those conclusions yeah. on certain things. But again, uh, it's hard. And, I, and I forgive you for that. I I totally forgive you for that. Yeah, That's like it's not an argument to be had. It's just like <laughs> it's it's that y'all have watched this way more than like I have to to notice all these details yeah. that are. Like, That's why I call it a cult classic. Uh, no, me sure. and Nilo have watched it twice. 
Yeah. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. yeah. A couple weeks ago. Well, there's there's other people like I I, I know people who've seen it as much as I have. Like like pretty much just like it, there's two fans of replementing sis. Either you watch it once and you're like okay, where you watch it once and you're like fuck this, or you watch it over and over and over again and you get something new out of it every is fucking this- time. Ian Math again. That's yeah. three types of people. And we also discussed beforehand that Ian can't do math, so he doesn't know what he's saying. That was on a previous podcast, so it is Ian but, Math. Yeah, well, anyway, um, yeah, the thing about it, like, there's, there's so much to it that, like, you, you get out of it. Like, for instance, the, um, the air fresher, the Christmas tree effort air fresheners like uh, there's a part where he says you'll see it in every car and then once you you start paying attention you start seeing the air freshener in every car Do you know but actually, all the, 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 actually the thing is though the thing is like you don't see if, if you pay attention to it you don't see it in every car that's just that's how they get hit you is, is that you have to pay even more attention to this movie to realize that they're fucking trolling Actually, I thought it was and funny they that they had it on a motorbike. Yeah, no, no, that's the thing is because he says that he says you'll find it in every car, you'll see, and then like can't and it just like it just goes straight to the next scene, and then it shows mm-hmm. yeah the cop motorcycle, and it shows it hanging there. So you're yeah. like ah, it is in every car, but the truth is this it's not in every car. That's like the last time you see an mm-hmm. air freshener in a fucking car. Every other time, it's like you don't ever see it ever again. Mm. So it's like they're trolling you at the same time. So like you learn something new every time, but then you also realize that they're fucking with you mm. and that you don't see it every time. I think we need to actually move over to rating this movie, shutting it down. Because uh, yeah, I think we've uh, been podcasting. So many more things to say. <laughs> Well, you can. I can stop this recording. You can record a separate podcast and get into it some more. But we're um, we're rolling into the fifth hour of recording between the two podcasts we've had. They're only supposed to be an hour, so <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we definitely need to get to um, rate. I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just going to say one thing real quick. Is that do you remember the part where uh, Otto is talking to Miller and he says? He's talking about all this crazy shit about all the like you know like acid shit, and he says you know what say if you you're thinking about a plate of shrimp and then all of a sudden you see a plate of shrimp. Remember that that's part of the dialogue, and then the next scene there's a sign that says plate of shrimp, mm-hmm. and it's like oh yeah I get it. The uh, thing is though is that one time like fifteen years ago I was watching this movie. And I saw that scene, and he said, "Like you, you, you're thinking about playing shrimp, and you see." It. And I, I turned the movie off, and then I turned on regular TV, and the first thing I saw on the channel was a fucking plate of shrimp, and it blew my mind. Amazing! It's more amazing than you fucking I, I, sarcastically I say. I mean, it's not <laughs> that amazing because there's the phenomenon. Like statistics. If you, if you learn a new word, 
then you're gonna notice it like all over the place all of a sudden. Yeah, that's true. But that's the true. thing is, it's bizarre because like I turned it off right when he was he specifically said play the shrimp, and I specifically saw a play the shrimp, I mean, and it fucking it fucked me up to I this mean, day. It's, it's also like statistics, right? Too. Well, that explains a lot. Statistics actually play a big part in that. I mean, it's the same thing when you say that, you know, oh, it's a miracle. I got this thing. And then it's really just the law of statistics that that actually happened. This is well, a, no, a probability. Totally. I'm, when... I'm not saying it's a miracle. <laughs> but no, you're, you're you are absolutely correct, Seth. But however, the the statistics that there were is like it's pretty one low. out of ten. That's pretty high, actually. Because <laughs> if you watch the movie 20 times, then it should have happened to you twice. <laughs> so that's a high probability. <laughs> Again, Ian doesn't do math. So, <laughs> no. God damn it. Like, <laughs> one of the things I'm worse at is math. Mm. And I've corrected Ian like two episodes. It's actually and where I excel the, at pretty well is math. So <laughs> I am terrible. You, at you use it. You're using my. <laughs> I'm I, I'm good at language, but mm. I'm fucking terrible. At you're using my weakness, I guess. Yeah. You're talking yeah, about yeah. math. Yeah. Math it's the art of war. This entire. And I, I I'm talking about a fucking phenomenon. You're like, oh, you just suck at math. Basically, yeah. it's true. <laughs> it's 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 the reality of the situation. So definitely. Yeah, um, all right, let's go ahead and rate this movie because I do have to get this thing shut down. So, um, oh, Ian, why don't These we go are ahead? Two and very get long into, episodes. Yes, oh, entertainment. Well, they, they all are. Yeah, they all are. Let's go get into production. Let's They're start there first. Longer. Production. <laughs> yep. Ian, what do you so want to give it for production? I have seven out of ten played shrimp. Oh my god! That's right. It happened again. And actually, it's actually a six, but he just calculated seven. Uh, um, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and give it a seven as well. Like production-wise for '80s movie, like it really wasn't bad. Uh, I, I think it was too bad. I'll give it a. Um, let's see, uh, seven flying cars. There we go. Um, Nikolai, why don't you give it a rating on production? Uh, I'll, give it, I'll give it a seven uh, blonde people in black suits. There you go. Okay. <laughs> the men in black. And uh, Nilo? Yeah. For taking place in like just that environment. Uh, Four? It's not that special, I'd say. So I'll give it six. Buckets of luminescent paint. Mm. There you go. Okay. Uh, what about story? So. Wait, wait, you, wait, is Ryan not here? No, he's not. He disappeared. No, he disappeared. I, I texted him. I tried to see where he's at, but he hasn't hit me back yet. So I don't know what's going on. But oh, he, he's, he's fucking. I don't know planet right now. Probably. Uh, I'll, I'll just speak for him. He, he's, he's seven tabs of acid. There you go. Um, why don't we go ahead and do story? It's it's a vested I mean. So story, I'm gonna give it right in the middle with a uh, five, but I'm giving that with the asterisks because again, there's a lot of things I have clearly missed from what y'all two have gotten into as part of story and building the world and everything. Three. So 
I would give because it. Because me and Ian and Nilo went into it. Like it's no three. So, and you just, you just said you were good at math. It's just not a good look to say Wait. two when there were three of us. <laughs> what are you talking about? I miss what happened. <laughs> You gotta pay attention. Now. I guess so. I'm not paying attention anymore. I've checked out a while ago. So I'll give it. Um, let's see. Five Christian preachers taking all your money. Nice, nice. Yeah, that. Yeah. That's that's very thematic. Yep. What are you giving it? I'll come up next. I I will piggyback on that and give it. Four, because the story is really like all over the place. There's just so much shit going on. Uh, that that that's where this movie falls into a bad movie. Like it's, it's but it is a good movie, but it's also a bad movie. And the story is the reason why it's a bad movie. I will give it four generic cans of beer or right. drink. Uh, Nick, you're gonna take both beer and drink. If you want drink, you can take drink. I will take beer. Well, I don't want your sloppy seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Nikolai, what you giving it as a rating? Uh, with story, I'll give it a six. Uh, Nikolai correcting everyone on math. There you go. <laughs> Sounds good. That is some fucked up shit. Just six, Nikolai. That, that's that's what you got. Just six, Nikolai. Six Nikolai correcting everyone on like you could say six times Nikolai correcting. I never, I never. But then that would probably make Nikolai bad at math because I don't think it was six times he made corrections. I am the worst at math. God damn it, I've corrected like two people. You've ruined this entire podcast. This is pretty true. It's over. Just shut it down. It's never going to happen again. Just shut it down right now. I actually think this podcast was ruined <laughs> about an hour give, ago. Don't even give Nilo a chance. <laughs> Thanks. What are you giving it, Nilo? Uh, Nilo? Um, I'm, I'm, I love this kind of weirdness. Uh, it's about my weak spot, really, in cinema. So I'm gonna Remember, it's story, it, not enjoyment. I'm going to have to give it, like... It's so clever and it's so stupid and it knows it's stupid. Um, eight Wonderbaum air refresheners out of ten. There you go. Right. Sounds good. For those of there you, you who call it Xmas tree fresheners or what do you call them? Wonderbombs. We call them Wonderbomb in Sweden, but really? Yeah. I, is that I've never, I've never heard that before. Never once heard that. Wunderbaum is the company that makes them. <laughs> well, that makes sense. Yeah. But we're, us here in America, we're fucking stupid. So, so you, so you call them <laughs> Xmas tree air fresheners? I call it shit that makes I, your car I, smell good. I write Xmas. I, I don't say Xmas. I write Xmas. I'm pretty sure Christmas someone tree. said Xmas. Yeah. Well, no, that, that was Seth. Uh, the yeah, facts did that. I didn't sense. say that at all. That was the facts that said that. I just was reciting oh, right. what somebody else wrote. Well, yeah, that's that goes back to what I was saying. It's like you write, write Xmas, but you say Christmas. Yeah. Mm. Seth just read it for some but reason. Christmas tree air freshener. I mean, I've heard I say that. Yeah, we we say Christmas tree air freshener. Yeah, that's like, weird. Yeah, like no big deal. Like yeah. in Sweden, we call them Wunderbomb. 
She, like, this... who gives a fuck about who created it, though? Like, no, no but that, that's what they're called. Yep. <laughs> uh, uh, what are we giving bomb. it for entertainment? Entertainment, I will give it. Okay, Ian, nine, go first. That's fine. Nine punk songs because we didn't. I don't think we really went down to depths of how great this soundtrack is. This is a great soundtrack, and it had nine amazing punk songs like. From suicidal tendencies to circle jerks to fucking uh, fucking what's his name? God damn it! Uh, the guy who did uh, uh, I want to be your dog. Um, Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop. He's in it. Thank you. And uh, even six if you others. don't watch the movie, I think. The- the soundtrack it's a solid album it's it's a solid fucking soundtrack yeah. as the, the three people that I mentioned plus six others I got my math right thank you very much well and nine nine great punk songs alright Nikolai what you giving it man it's entertainment uh, it's entertainment I give it a nine okay uh, nine what Nine what? Nine what? Damn it. You're I supposed to some... write these things down beforehand. I, yeah, bro. but I had things, but then I forgot them. And <laughs> some of the things I had have already. So you're doing so... good with math, but bad with words. That's what I'm hearing right now. You're well, getting is the it, is it opposite day? Yeah, sounds like it. It may be that. Nine beers I've had. There you go. Like, that I'll works. Give it that. All right, I'll give it. <laughs> I'm gonna give it right down in the middle as far as enjoyment too. Is uh, five blowjobs Emilio Estevez didn't have. So <laughs> that's what I'll give. Oh it. fuck! Could have given it nine tidy whitey. That would have been. There you funny. go. Too late now, it's Nilo. Late. He can do it. It's what are you giving late. it, Nilo? Too late. Well, I'm just saying I. Could have done it. Actually, you couldn't have because you already said it, and now it can't happen. So no, you can't. Uh, Nilo, what are you giving it for entertainment? Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. So I'm gonna have to give it a nine times. uh, Ian interrupted uh, Nikolai. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that works. All right, well, I'm going to give the gift that keeps on giving and shut this episode down with no plugs because if you made it through the end of all of this mess and craziness, you deserve an episode that ends with no plugs but a song that Ian's going to give me in post and I'll add later. Peace.